coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Oh god, there was a Nintendo Direct last week. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. We are doing something a little bit different today. Instead of uh, doing like news and all the normal stuff that we do, we are just talking about last week's Nintendo Direct. Uh, and then on Thursday, come back, we're going to be talking about uh, rainy day games and maybe picking up some of the other little bits and pieces that we leave behind today. But Mark, now, first of all, how are you? I'm doing great. Good, good. Um, uh, a Nintendo Direct is always so exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, do, let's we're gonna jump right into it, Mark. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna play music to transition us into into the topic, which is the Nintendo Direct. Wasting no time in getting to it, we're talking about this Nintendo Direct. Came An- out of nowhere. Announced on Wednesday. Happened on Thursday. Born on a Monday. <laughs> christened on tuesday <laughs> what is the, how's the solomon grundy how's the rest of that thing go uh i don't know i'm not really even sure i understand solomon grundy does he die every week i don't really know how the character works <laughs> i i i don't really either hmm well let's not look into it a topic for another time that's right for maybe for a 433 someday <laughs> yes um so uh, nintendo direct we get 24 hours notice about um it's not a not a direct mini this is a full-blown nintendo direct giving us a uh clear image of what the rest of the year maybe even a little bit of 2019 mark thinks no oh a little bit of 2019 yes weirdly um but no i i I definitely do not think this is the rest of nintendo's year sure well i mean there are uh there were things that we know are coming this year that we saw uh, no mention of like yoshi and like fire emblem uh no mention of pokemon yeah i think there are unannounced games yes that will that are also coming this year very mysterious should we e3 i they're they're gonna announce something at e3 for sure yeah and it'll be big whatever it is yeah do you think so okay Let's just skip a little bit to the end because I feel like it's impossible to talk about the rest of this thing without uh, addressing the elephant in the room, which uh-huh. is Smash. Um, the whole presentation ended with a uh, Smash, uh, Super Smash Brothers trailer. Um, uh, do you think we hear anything more about Smash Brothers before E3? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to say no. Yeah. I think this is going to be like a Switch type thing where, you know, it was the initial reveal was in October. Yeah. And then we didn't get anything more until January. Right. And then it came out two months later. Right. So I think it's going to be less than two months later. I think it's going to be almost that exact pattern. I think it's going to be this initial tease mm-hmm. in June. We're going to get like the full reveal of D3 and then it's out in September. With the online service. Yeah. That all makes perfect sense to me. Uh, but very good. In the meantime, let's let's walk through the direct and try and figure out, uh, or not figure out, but like we, you and I, we hung out this weekend, mm-hmm. and I was 
actively trying not to talk about the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, me too. Even though I badly wanted to talk about every single piece of it. Mm -hmm. Because, like, that's that's what I... They're so exciting. And some of, like, some specific things. I wanted to see how you were feeling. Yeah. Well, now we're going to find out. Just so you know, I'm feeling mostly positive about almost everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Including how the thing started with more 3DS stuff. Now, uh, we've maybe said on the show that, like... Why are we still getting 3DS games? We right. just want to play things on our uh-huh. Switch. So for all of the 3DS announcements, I'm just going to do one blanket requisite. Why I wish this was on Switch. The right. end. Right. And I think that's fine. That's an okay thing to want. Uh, something that I learned very recently playing uh, Ocarina of Time 3D on my 3DS is I still like playing with that thing when the when the software is compelling. You know, it's it's nice to throw it in my bag and like play it for a little bit i don't have to like baby it or or anything like that well the first thing that was announced for the 3ds was mm-hmm. warioware gold which is coming august 3rd mm-hmm. i'm so glad we're seeing another warioware game i love the warioware games um i've never played a uh handheld warioware game before my first one was the ds one okay and uh this is actually one game that sure, I would like to see it on Switch, but I'm fine. But I'm fine with it living on the 3DS. Yeah, one, it'll be like a lower price point, mm-hmm. and two, you can do so many interesting things with the 3DS. Yeah, you know they have like the gyroscope and the touchscreen and just all that kind of stuff. That uh, did you play Smooth Moves for the Wii? Yeah, I yeah. love Smooth Moves. It's a great game, but uh, it felt like a little bit of a step down mm. from all the different inputs available on the DS. Right. And it does a pretty good job of like, they have these stances for, you know, talking about in smooth moves now, uh, stances. So like you start each micro game holding the Wii remote in a different way. Yeah. Um, and then having to, you know, wave it around or point it or whatever. Um, and I like that they built that into um, this WarioWare game, WarioWare Gold, where it's like, how how will you have to interact with the 3DS in order to like play this micro game? Um, so I don't know. It's 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 very exciting. And I also think this is like emblematic of the kind of 3DS support we're going to be getting from Nintendo. This reminds me a lot of like the Mario Party game that just came out. Yeah, where it's like here's the best Mario Party mini games in one collection. So, WarioWare Gold is seems very similar. Yeah, I mean it was a little bit confusing because they they said that it is. Um, you know, classic games and new micro games. Um, but I guess I, I'm not clear on like what the overall package is. Um, so like, is it a greatest hits WarioWare game or is it like a new WarioWare game? My expectation is that it's going to be some new mini right. games, but mostly bringing back the classics. Sure. And seeing as I've only really played Smooth Moves, uh, you know, bring them, bring them all on. Yeah. Uh, the next game that they showed, another 3DS game, is Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. Mark, what? I this was, I feel like this was announced a long time ago. I remember seeing these characters somewhere, and for a second I was like, are they SteamWorld Dig characters? No, what are these? There was another like 3DS game at the beginning of the 3DS's life that was... That uh, featured Dylan? Yes. And it was like an eShop exclusive type game. Yeah, okay. It's sort of ringing a bell. Um, I didn't play it. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I, I do not care about this game at all. What is Dylan? He's like an armadillo yeah, or something? Yeah, he's an armadillo. Uh, they describe the game as uh, action meets tower defense. 
So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, another game that I'm kind of like, eh, is Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story and Bowser's Jr.'s Journey. Two things weird about this. Yeah. One, they're skipping Partners in Time, which was the game between these two. That's true. Two, they announced this for 2019. So that's the craziest thing in the whole Direct, right? Is that they're like, here's a 3DS game that's going to come out in 2019. Um, I, I'm actually a lot less meh about um, this than Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. I played n- most of uh, the remake of Superstar Saga and uh, you know, last year and uh, really enjoyed it. Um, and I, I never got all the way through Bowser's Inside Story. I, I would like a, a reason to revisit it. Um, but yeah, 2019 is so strange. Right, yeah, it's weird to announce it n- now. I mean, yeah. I, ge- I guess it's saying that we're going to continue supporting the 3DS into 2019. Also, the um, uh, what was the one that just came out? Superstar, Superstar Saga. Saga. Yeah. So that seemed like it came out, was reviewed fine, but didn't really seem to set the world on fire. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like it, 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 it improves on Superstar Saga. And then you just got to be like, well, Superstar Saga was only as good as it was, you know, like it, it wasn't a um, a mind blowing game. It was just like a fun, funny, you know, Mario RPG, which is exactly what I'm expecting of Bowser's Inside Story as well. So, yeah, but it does seem weird that they're like, yeah, let's go back to that. Well, right away. Yeah. Um, although right away, nothing a year and a half later. <laughs> you know, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. It seems very strange to me that they announced it now. The. uh so just like when the last one, it has like an extra little mini game. Uh, it's not even really a mini game. It's like a, a side game um, along with it that seems more or less identical to um, Bowser's Minions, which is a, what I think that one was called. Um, I haven't touched the Bowser's Minions uh, on Superstar Saga, so I can't imagine I'd be you just doing that, but with Bowser Jr. And I'm like, I don't. It's I don't, a big step down. I don't need Bowser Jr. in my life. <laughs> Uh, next up, they addressed or addressed. They brought up a Detective Pikachu, which is due out super soon now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Next week. Yep, March twenty third. Um, showed like a trailer for it, which was kind of neat. Uh, like to hear the Pikachu talk. Um, I think my favorite detail from the trailer was that uh, like no one knows why the Detective Pikachu is like this. <laughs> like, just a mystery <laughs> of the universe. So I think this game came out in Japan in twenty. 16 sure. or 2017 or something apparently for the u.s release it's like two-thirds longer interesting uh, it has a lot more um or maybe just western release in general i don't know if it's just for the u.s uh has a lot more cases and things yeah. like that the uh, aesthetically i don't think it looks that fun um I, it like is the, like the human characters me. oh yeah yeah it is unclear to me what you're actually doing in this game do you have a handle on I that? I think it's kind of like Phoenix Wright. Okay. I think there are Phoenix Wright-ish elements in it, mm. um, where it's kind of like a, I don't know, what would you call that? A visual novel? No? It's like... Yeah, kind of, but you're like... A little bit of point-and-click adventure game? Yeah. I, it also, the story also reminds me a little bit of Zootopia. Did you see Zootopia? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it's a, a world where Pokemon exists peacefully with humans, except something's causing the Pokemon to go... Crazy. Ah! Um, yeah, I don't know. Are, are you excited about the... No. Interested in this game at all? Not really. Yeah, me neither. Um, okay, so this is probably the biggest 3DS announcement. Okay. 
Uh, the a Luigi's Mansion remake is coming later this year. Uh, very strange, right? It looks like it is made in the Dark of the Moon engine, which would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but the original Luigi's Mansion is quite a bit shorter than Dark of the Moon. Um, Dark of the Moon has multiple mansions that you explore, and you know Luigi's Mansion was just the one. And it doesn't sound like they've added anything. Uh, there's a, a boss rush, mo- boss rush mode, uh, but the, that's it. Um, are you excited about this one? I, so I or never really played Dark of the Moon. Hmm. Um, and although that one's pretty well regarded, Dark of the Moon or the yeah. original? Yeah, Dark of the Moon. Uh, I don't. I feel indifferent about this. Yeah. Um. I have seen some people complaining that it doesn't look as good as the GameCube version. That seems like a no-brainer, right? Like, of course, the GameCube version is going to look better than the 3DS version. I don't know. I, I f- the 3DS is running on much more modern sure, hardware. But, it, but it's, I mean, it's a handheld. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> and also, I mean, no matter what, if you're playing a GameCube game on a TV and you're playing the 3DS game on that 3DS screen, which has like whatever resolution problems that that screen has, what is it? What is it about uh, images on the 3DS screen that like always makes them look super pixely? I think it's just because just rough edges. Uh, I don't know. Maybe because each individual pixel is large, especially on like the XLs. Yeah, that might be it. Um, but yeah, I don't, does, does that bother you that it doesn't look as, as, uh, shiny as. No, no, no. It it doesn't, that doesn't bother me. Um, I don't know. I, Luigi's Mansion isn't like super near and dear to my heart, Mm. but we did record an episode about it like a year and a half ago. Yeah. So maybe it's a good reason to like revisit it and revisit that episode. We'll be like, wow, we didn't know what we were talking about. (laughs) All right, Mark, that's all the 3DS stuff that we have to talk about, right? Yeah. Phew. Phew. Uh, time to move on to the Switch. Starting, of course, with Kirby Star Allies, which is coming out this week. Mm-hmm, uh, on Friday. Coming out on Friday. Um, so they showed off some of the uh, just like more like features of the game, uh, including Dream Friends. Um, so if, if you've had a, an opportunity to, to play the demo that is available now, um, you can, uh, like, as you encounter enemies that have abilities, you can throw a heart at them and they become your friend and they're, like, rolling around in, in your posse, beating up people for you and stuff. Um, but it looked like the Dream Friends looks like it's uh, uh, characters that you can recruit from, like, Kirby's past. Yeah, well, and a lot of them are, like, enemy or, like, bosses. Like, they include King DDD and Meta Knight and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then going forward, they're... It's weird. They're like two weeks after the game comes out, they're adding a bunch of dream friends. Um, they're adding Rick, Kind, and Koo from Kirby's Dream Land 2, Marks from Kirby's Superstar, and Gooey from Kirby's Dream Land 3. Um, and those all are dropping on uh, March 20, 28th. Uh, they didn't announce if they were like going to be adding more of these like in perpetuity or what. Uh, it's just it seems like a weird little thing for them to hold on to for two weeks. Yeah, it's just added content, right? There's yeah. no, it's not DLC or anything. You're not paying for it. Yeah, that's my understanding. Um, but also, uh, I don't know. It it seems weird to have like these extra characters that like aren't the characters you're encountering uh, through the course of the game. Are 
do we have any indication of like how you summon them or how you get them on your team? No, I don't think so. But also, we haven't really seen a ton from this game. Like, yeah. the demo doesn't really show you that much. Yeah. Um. So I'm guessing there are probably secrets left to be uncovered. I don't know that I'm still going to be playing this on March 28th, though, to be honest. Oh, uh, yeah. Great, great point. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, two weeks. Two weeks of this Kirby game. That seems like a lot of time with this Kirby game. seems like a lot of time. Um. I'm I'm excited I'm excited for this game now. I, I did play the demo over the weekend. Um and uh Sarah was playing a little bit of it now and I think it'll be super fun for us to play together. So. Okami HD is coming out this summer. This summer. Um are you an Okami guy, Mark? I don't know. Yeah, I played it, really. it on the PS2, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Not the Wii remake, but um and the Wii remake necessarily would not be in HD. Uh, so has has this release has this game been out before? Yes, in fact, it in came HD? out on the PS4 and Xbox One and maybe PC just a few months ago. Oh, okay. So when Okami HD was announced for other platforms, which was kind of a big omission, and uh, now it's coming, and uh, it's getting touch and like kind of waggle controls if you, you know for controlling the how what is what are the actual like paintbrush things do in the in the course of the game is it like puzzle related or like activating moves or oh, it's what been is so it? long since i've done it i think it's both like puzzle related and like finishing move type stuff okay uh so if you're playing it in handheld mode you can touch the screen and if you're playing with joy cons detached you can you know wave your uh joy cons around and i don't know what happens if you're holding a pro controller uh probably the same you probably just like wave the pro controller around. It's yeah, it's probably the same. <laughs> you, you wave something around. <laughs> yeah, it makes you walk up to the TV, pull the thing out of the dock, and then like. Or maybe you just use the uh, analog stick. I mean, that's how the original PS2 version was. Yeah, there you go. Um, so this is one of the three third-party games that you were texting me afterwards saying that you're excited for. Yes, I am interested in playing this game. I have never played an Okami game before. Um, always looked cool to me. I like Capcom. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to give this a try this summer. One of these weird announcements was that Sushi Striker, The Way of Shushido, which you remember last year at E3 was announced for the 3DS, is now also coming to the Switch on June 8th. Uh, yeah, I don't, this is another game where I'm like, I don't know what the gameplay actually is. Uh, it looks like it's maybe like a, an action platforming, or not platforming, action puzzle kind of thing. Um, and there's like two player head to head. Yeah, there seems like there's like some sort of like combat involved. Because you're eating sushi off of a conveyor belt. And then once you gather enough plates of the same color, you can shoot them at the person sitting across from you. Look, man, I don't know. <laughs> but it looks super like the it's got a cool like anime style to it. Um and it has an insane story. They say it, it takes place after the bitter sushi struggles and all sushi is outlawed or something. <laughs> but you're at like a conveyor belt sushi restaurant where it's just everywhere. So. so why is this game, why is this a cross-platform release? I don't know. I mean, because it can exist on both platforms. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like why this and not uh, WarioWare? Why this and not... Any anything Luigi's Mansion. Maybe those are built on different engines that don't, and like this one is built on something that does have cross-platform capabilities. I mean, it seems like it's a pretty low-tech game, right? Like right. it's not it's not stretching any hardware that it's running on. 
Um, so maybe maybe that's why I I I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe someone really believes in this game and is like, it needs to be on every <laughs> platform we can put it on. It looks interesting. I don't even know that I want to pay like 30, 40 bucks for it though. Yeah, I think it's it like, looks like a, a full price game. It though. looks like a it, it looks from what we've seen to me like a Fruit Ninja type phone mm. game. See, yeah, I was I was thinking it's got a little bit of that like not quite match four kind of component to it, but like a little bit of like a block dropping mm, mm-hmm. sort of puzzle game, which I do like. Um I don't know. This is this is a, a wait and see one for me as well. We finally got a release date for Octopath Traveler, which that is what it's called. We all knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. They just dropped the project, right? Project Octopath Traveler, uh, which was the unofficial title. And they were just like, just kidding. What else are we going to call this after basically marketing it as this game yeah. for like a year and a half? Yeah. So Octopath Traveler is coming out in July, the 13th. Um, that's exciting. We they showed off uh two new characters, Tressa the merchant and Alfin the apothecary. Um still showing off like cool new ways that they interact with their environment that like everyone has their uh is the travel traveler what what what's the I can't remember what they're called. The it's like their like trait or whatever. Like each one yeah. has a specific it's the skill. The thing that they do to interact with the world that no one else can do. Um and so you know they can either like uh, that the merchant can buy things off of people and the apothecary can like cure people of you know whatever ails them um game looks super cool it's still i i mean it's gonna be a neat game i hope so it seems like the type of game that uh our tokyo rpg project like rpg factory factory yeah. wants to make but maybe mm. doesn't have the budget to make you know like those like throwback RPGs, yeah, the I am Setsunas and uh, Lost Spheres of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there, there's, there's a uh, special edition of this thing coming out, which is just like jam packed with crazy stuff. There's a pop up book. Yeah, the pop up book is pretty cool. Um, it does seem neat, <laughs> and there, because you know the game looks like a pop up book. Um, and then there's also a soundtrack CD, um, a map, and a replica coin. So. Uh, we were playing a little bit of Chrono Trigger this weekend mm-hmm. when we were hanging out, and one thing that after playing Chrono Trigger and looking at Octopath Traveler, I wish Octopath Traveler was a little more colorful. I wish it wasn't so saturated yeah. in yeah. everything we've seen. Everything we've seen, and you know, we've seen a couple different environments. We've seen towns, we've seen like overworld, um, and it all is kind of like washed out and like brown and gray. Um, so. You know, Chrono Trigger is a very colorful game, so it might not be a fair point uh, to hold them next to each other. So how are you feeling about Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes, after we have now understand possibly a little bit more about what this game is going to be? I'm still not sure I do understand what this game is going to be. So this is another one that they, they showed off here coming out sometime in 2018. They say it's seven different games, including um, action, racing, and puzzle games. Um, and then there's a, a boss at the end of each of these games. Um, they all seem to have this kind of like top-down mm-hmm. arcade-type view to them. Yeah. I don't know. I can't say that I'm super excited for this. I, I'm also not... Uh, I haven't actually played any of the No More Heroes games, so like, uh, I'm not sure that I have... That like I'm naturally excited about a, mm-hmm. a Suda51 game. Um I don't know. How, how are you feeling? So I played the original No More Heroes. Mm-hmm. In our, when we talked about Bayonetta 2, we talked about how 
I don't know. The game maybe hasn't aged very well, even though it's only a few years old. Right. And I wonder how the, I don't know, I guess like, not aesthetic, but I wonder how No More Heroes would hold up uh, to today's. Yeah, like, just because it's like obsessed with violence or not well, violence and also just like juvenile it's just juvenile in every way possible, basically. Sure. Um I am interested to see what this becomes. It's clear it's not no more heroes three. Right. Uh I don't know. This is really like a wait and see. Um they also showed off that there's a split Joy-Con co-op and that the adventure mode quote t- tells a new story. So, there you go. We get a we get a new story. Instead of having to tell that same old story over and over again. <laughs> then they transition to kind of an in-depth look at Mario Tennis Aces, which is coming out June 22nd. Wait, wait. I don't I don't want to Oh, you're right. I want to talk about Dark Souls Remastered only because let's do that. We've talked about there's a dearth of uh, amiibo, mm-hmm. and there's a Dark Souls amiibo coming exclusively to GameStop, which I find hilarious that there's a Dark Souls amiibo. That's very funny. Um, it is already like causing a problem within the amiibo collecting community. It's impossible to get. It's impossible to get. Uh, not even out yet. Not even out yet. And I mean, but this is the way that they all are, right? <laughs> that are all of the tough to get ones is that you know it's tough to get before it comes out. It's a GameStop exclusive. And apparently there was an internal like GameStop memo saying that it's going to be very limited. So there we go. Uh, Amiibo collectors. Sorry. Another thing uh, to note about Dark Souls Remastered is that there is a network test coming soon. So... That's kind of a, a trend for a lot of these games that there is uh, you'll have an opportunity to play it before it actually uh, comes out. I think this is also a trend for like those uh, Soulborn games. Oh like, yeah, that having like a network test beforehand. Hmm. Um, I wasn't aware of that. On I mind you, I wasn't really following them as as they came out on other platforms. But um, I'll pay attention to that in the future. Now Mario Tennis Aces? Yeah, now let's talk about Mario Tennis Aces. Okay, so they drill down into this bad boy. Did I say it's out on June 22nd yet? I can't remember. It's out and on there's June no way 22nd. for us to ever find out. No, so. and no one will ever know, and no one will ever correct us about it. Um, so they they go in uh, to a lot of like how the game actually plays moment to moment, including like building up your energy gauge and then like how you use the energy gauge to perform special moves and like breaking rackets and, and stuff like that. Um, how, how are you feeling about Mario Tennis Aces? It looks fun. It looks cute. You can like play as a chain chomp. Oh, yeah. You know, more than 15 playable characters is what they said. So all of that is great. I've never been a huge Mario sports title guy. Yeah. Um, and so I feel... I think it looks nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually sort of excited for this game. It looks like a lot of fun. The uh, it, it helped me a lot for them to like actually go through and be like, here's here's how it's more than just like you know characters playing tennis with well, like, and, special moves, which is kind of what the Wii U version has a reputation for being. Right? It's just yeah. like super bare bones. Yeah. Um, and this has a, a a simple rules like game mode. If you don't want to mess with all the like the goofy special moves and meters and stuff, um, which is cool. Uh, there's also a swing mode, which appears to just be turning the game into Wii tennis. Um, 
so you can just swing your racket around or swing your joy cons around as though it is your racket um which is kind of cool um i can't imagine that i'll be doing that ever but like I don't know if my parents are around or something and be like, you know, they liked Wii tennis. It could be something that I could engage them with for a little bit. Um, and then they touched on the story mode. They're going to be holding events and online tournaments. So the story mode is the only thing that like really interests me in this game. Mm-hmm. The same sort of way that uh, golf story, the switch eShop release. I, I don't care that much about golf games, but yeah. it's a golf game slash RPG. And like the RPG elements of it were enticing enough that, I like really enjoyed playing through that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I got Mario Tennis, it would almost exclusively be see me like at this point, I expect it would be almost exclusively to play through the story mode. Okay. But you got to learn how to, if I'm getting this game, Mark, you got to learn how to play it so we can play it together. <laughs> we well, got to, we got to, presumably I would learn how to play it. We got to was... play some doubles. Uh, oh, do you think doubles in exist in the online tournament? Because that actually seems like a pretty cool feature. Yes. I mean, I hope so. Um, we'll play some mixed doubles. I'll be, I don't know, Rosalina and you'll be Waluigi. <laughs> yeah. All right. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Um, and this is another one where they're having a, a pre-launch tournament. So before the game comes out, they, you will have an opportunity to play it and see if it's actually any fun for you. Which I think is kind of smart. It's like I'm sure it's like those pre-launch Splatfests and like the ARMS, whatever they called it. Test Punch. Uh, where it, give, it acts as a demo, but also gives them a chance to test servers and stuff before the game goes live. Yep. Uh, then they moved on to Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Another one of those Switch 3DS hybrids. Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it must be that certain engines that Nintendo is used to work with um, uh, it makes it easily for, like, cross-porting. Here's the thing. I think that these two versions of Captain Toad Treasure Tracker are going to be more different than we're expecting. Hmm. I don't think they're going to have different levels or anything, but the, um, the 3DS version has touch controls in it as, like, part of the normal way that you interact with it. Um, and the Switch version, you know, you can play in... Uh, TV mode, or like console mode, whatever it's called. Um, so like, I don't know. I think the 3DS version is going to be more like the Wii U version, basically, um, because you can always you know touch the uh, the gamepad while you're, while you're playing it. Um, so just like in terms of input, they they feel like they're different different games. Speaking of different games, uh, there are new levels in this version of uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. We don't have any idea how many. Uh, they showed off New Donk City of the Metro Kingdom in Super Mario Odyssey uh, and then reminded us that Captain Toad is in Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Maybe you haven't found him. Yo, come on. He's in every kingdom. <laughs> um, but I, I really like Captain Toad. Uh, you've you never... had it on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen you play it a little bit. I'm like familiar with it. I think it's a it, it's another one of those that makes total sense to bring onto the Switch and 3DS because it it was a niche title on a niche system. Yeah. Um I it I love Captain Toad. Super cute. Uh I think it was only 40 bucks on the Wii U. I think it's probably going to only be 40 bucks on the Switch. Yeah, that'd be a good price point for. So, it. yeah. Uh I would definitely recommend that you pick it up. I think you'd have a lot of fun will with it. Will you buy it again? Yes, I will. <laughs> I have to be careful, in fact, to not buy it twice again, because <laughs> I might, 
I don't know. Yeah, what if the 3DS turns out to be the definitive version? Oh, also there's a co-op mode, which has to be new, right? Or is that also in the yeah, Wii no, that, version? That, that's also new. I mean, it. Uh, yeah, that's also new. Uh, then uh, they moved on to Undertale. <coughs> Excuse me. Undertale coming to Switch. Uh, eventually, is what they say. Yeah. The only thing I know about this game is that everybody loves it. That is also pretty much the only thing that I know about it. Uh, I know that it is a uh, old school looking RPG that plays with your expectations uh, about what games do and what RPGs do, and that your choices have consequences and even uh, mundane choices like, am I going to kill this enemy or run away? Uh, or do I die here and like restart? Um, that all of that kind of builds up and has a uh, lasting impact. I'm excited to try it. Um, and it's, this is one of those games that like I've been meaning to play forever. Um, is it on PlayStation? Unsure. I don't think it is. Um, Cause I feel like I would have played it if it came to PlayStation. I know it was on Xbox and as a PC game for a while. Um, but yeah, come, come to switch, come to switch. I'll play you on switch. That's fine. Speaking of, Oh, so this is, this is the second of the third party games that I was like, Oh yes. I'm I'm gonna hop on that. Uh, Octopath Traveler is def is also in that category, but right? But that's like a gimme, I guess. It's a gimme. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I didn't didn't feel the need to comment on whether or not I was going to pick that. Is one up. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy coming in July? Is that a no brainer? Mm, I would say it is a no brainer, and that I'm going to skip it <laughs> without a second thought about whether I should skip it. Yeah. I think we've already trashed Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, games. more like Trash Bandicoot. <laughs> yeah. Did the I get bazooka. that out <laughs> uh, I feel like we've done that enough on this show uh, that we don't necessarily need to do it again in case, in case there are uh, crash heads right. out there. There might be. Yeah. Crash heaps. No, I'm sure there are. It sold insanely well on the PS4. Insanely well? Yes, in fact. <laughs> uh, I mean, so... the. If anything, it's interesting that uh, the Crash Bandicoot game is coming to to the Switch. Yeah. It's kind of just being released from its uh, PlayStation exclusivity. It's also coming to Xbox, Xbox. the same day. Um, presumably, or not presumably. Rumor is that Activision is working on like a new game for a new Crash game. Yeah. So I assume that would be multi-platform as well whenever that comes out. I think this is just part of their like plan to... Uh, reinvigorate the Crash Bandicoot franchise. I, I thought for sure that we were like free of Crash Bandicoot. Millions of people love this game because they played it as children and don't remember how bad it is. <laughs> so enjoy it if that's your thing. Yeah, I, I, have, I have no intention of, of picking this one up. Then uh, Little Nightmares, the complete edition coming May 18th. I'd never heard of this game before. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I guess it was on other platforms. Looks is, creepy. Looks creepy. It's coming feature complete with all the DLC and whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and if you tap in your Pac-Man amiibo uh, from the Smash Brothers line, you get a... Uh, so is this a Namco game then? It is a, it is a Namco Interesting. game, Interesting. Yes. Um, it unlocks a, a Paku mask, which, you know, whatever. It's, it's so, what, what is this thing? It's like a creepy puzzle platforming, mm -hmm. like atmospheric. Kind of like has a Tim game. Burton type looking aesthetic. It does look a little Burton-y, yeah. Uh, are you interested in this? So, 
I think the trailer was interesting. I don't know if I'm interested enough to actually buy it. Yeah. If so somebody was like, here, then I would take it. You hear that, Namco Bandai? Bandai yeah. Namco, whatever uh-huh. your name is, uh-huh. reach out to us and say, here, here's, yes. the, here's the game. And then Mark will shrug at it. Whereas if somebody was like, here's a code for Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah. I'd it just would, be like, what hard, do you want harder, me yeah. to do with this? Like, can I divine some meaning in these <laughs> numbers? Uh, South Park, the fractured butthole is coming to Switch April 24th. This is the third game that I was like, I'm excited for this to come out on Switch. So. We've known each other for a few years now, but yes. I, if somebody asked me at gunpoint or otherwise, whether you Let's like... assume there's no gun involved. Well, I, I feel like it changes the scenario <laughs> Well, if somebody came to me uh-huh. and was like, does Patrick Ellers like South Park? Yeah. I don't know that I have an answer to that. Well, so, do you, so answer now definitively on the podcast. Do you like do South I Park? Do I like now? South Park? I have in my life liked South Park. Mm-hmm. Um, this last season of South Park was the uh, first one in years that I haven't watched all of. Um, there, you know, South Park is what South Park is. Um, but like, it got too—I feel like it got too like proud of itself. Um, and you know, especially in the last like three or four years, has like been actively um contributing like poorly to society and like feeding a culture of like uh you know having uh having a side or like picking a side or having feelings or caring about something is dumb um which is you know it's it's a poison uh sort of ethos that that they're spreading around yeah th- my problem with south park is exactly that that it's it prides itself on this idea of like we're equal opportunity offenders right right and like picking a side or making or the idea that there might be like actual right and wrong is right or or even that like here's this thing that like appears ridiculous or that has ridiculous aspects to it so like write the whole thing off that's detrimental too um and yeah i mean i think that in th- there are a lot of ways that South Park has done more harm than you know whatever yucks you're gonna get out of like talking poop jokes you know that they're never gonna counterbalance each other. Um, but I do think one of the things that South Park is super fun about, uh, or the is super fun about South Park is when they let themselves be like excited like fanboys about stuff. And for so the first South Park uh, RPG. Um, stick of truth stick of truth yeah is uh the kids playing lord of the rings basically they're playing like high fantasy and it's just uh you know it's based on a couple episodes where the kids were dressed up like that and it is just like a send-up of those kinds of things um and is as loving as it is dismissive um and the fractured but whole is that but with the kids superhero alter egos which they've also explored on the show and that is when the show can just be like kind of sillier um and when you know they're making jabs about like you know franchise fatigue or whatever i'm like okay that's a harmless enough um you know target that they're aiming for that it doesn't seem like they're destroying the way we talk to each other online this the rumors that stick of truth is coming to switch as well Mm. in some form at some date um I think it's cool that this game is coming to Switch. Yeah. I like to see all these different like third-party games 
that haven't been on Nintendo platforms coming to Switch. It's not something I'm going to be picking up, though. Uh, I probably will. Speaking of something that we're probably not going to be picking up, Hyrule Warriors, the definitive edition, comes out on May 18th. And I don't know if there's any more to be said about that. In fact, Nintendo didn't say anything more about that. They were like, now it's time to learn about a new release date. May 18th. Moving on. <laughs> and then they moved on to ARMS. Um, not that they have anything really new to announce about like ARMS in-game content. Um, but they are going to be holding uh, U.S. and Canada Open arms tournaments. Uh, online. Online, yes. Um, and the preliminaries for those are, the prelims are happening right now, uh, the 8th through the 18th. And then the finals are on um, March 31st. And then also on March 31st, there's a three-day test punch. So if you haven't tried arms yet and you wish that you would have been paying attention. Yeah, you like got a Switch was, for Christmas or something. Yeah. Um, so you can uh, mess around with the game a little bit then. Um, you didn't pick up ARMS, right? No. A- any chance you'll be tuning in for the test punch at all? Uh, probably not. Yeah. Okay. I kind of got my feel on the last test punch. But maybe I would actually download it if it has like the new fighters in it. Yeah. it would. I, I mean, I think it would. Well, the first test punch just had uh, like limited, limited characters. characters right. So um, Yeah. So I wonder it, what, what a t- test punch is now. I wonder if it's all the characters or, or what it is. So the last like thing that they announced before dropping the Smash Brothers bomb was uh, version 3.0 of Splatoon 2 coming in late April. Mm-hmm. Kind of like checks the b- boxes for what we expect from Splatoon updates at this point. New gear, new stages, um, a new rank for ranked matches. It's rank X, which is higher than S+. And then uh, Callie can return to Octo Canyon in, if you meet certain conditions. Being a little bit mysterious there, <laughs> Nintendo, about what, what that means. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, Camp Triggerfish coming back from Splatoon 1. Uh, that was a, a crazy map that I liked a lot. Um, and, you know, more, more stages is always good. Although probably the biggest news is that mm-hmm. 2018 is the year of the Octoline. Yes, it is, because we Summer is going to see the Octo Expansion, which is a is the first paid DLC for Splatoon 2. It looks like it's a single-player experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like another campaign mode or something um, that they showed off with, like, a weird trailer of, like, you play as a, as a character that looks like an Octoling, is they say specifically... Now that she is an Octoline, um, and they're calling her Agent 8, um, and she's, like, going around to different uh, laboratories via a subway system, and, like, uh, Pearl and Marina are there doing something, as is that, uh, that like, captain guy. What is he? What's his name? The old man? Yeah, the old man. I can't I forget his name. His name. Um, but they say that the... Uh, there's something about the lore. Oh, just the the story mode is is packed with lore. Um, so I don't know. It 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 seems I I always wanted there to be a like richer, fuller um like story campaign in Splatoon and and Splatoon two, and it seems like they're sort of actually going to deliver on that in this Octo expansion. So it's going to be twenty bucks. And for a a lot of of people, it's probably worth it 
so that way they can play as an Octoline in the multiplayer, oh, which you'll yeah. be able to do once you uh, finish the story mode, uh, which is pretty cool. And then when you, uh, if you, you, uh, the DLC pack is available for purchase right now, and if you do, then you will immediately have access to some Octoling uh, gear, so you can look a little bit more like one uh, while playing now. Um, so that's all cool. Then it, then they're like, okay, Nintendo Direct is done. Everyone go home now. Just one more thing. We got one more thing to show you. Uh, this was a cool trailer, right? Um, it starts with just like the uh, the Splatoon kids, uh, you know, shooting around, which I think is kind through. of like an echo of the original Splatoon reveal trailer. Uh, yeah, may, may, that that might be. Um, and they, it's very specifically the um girl and boy inkling from the original Splatoon and they're like orange and, and blue respectively um, th- those colors. And they're just sort of like playfully like shooting at each other and like throwing grenades and stuff. Um, and there's a little thing at the bottom that says like not actual game footage. Um, and then like the lights go down and the inkling girl like starts to slowly turn her head and something glimmering in her eye i'm sure you've seen this gif like a million times have. on the internet by this point i'm just it's just an exciting trailer. no no i'm not telling you to not describe it <laughs> then we zoom in on the eye and we can see the thing reflected in her eye is the enormous flaming smash brothers logo uh and off the distance we can see maybe like 20 ish smash brothers characters silhouetted against this giant sun logo um and quick close look at mario quick look quick close look at link and then the whole thing's over mm-hmm. 2018 so we know there's a super smash brothers coming now the link looks like uh the breath of the wild link that's right he's not wearing a hat mm-hmm. it looks like he blew um on his clothes and not green so so lots of sp- like that's all we know. That's it. That's all we know. 2018. So uh, we know Sakurai is working on it. Yeah. In some capacity. In some capacity. We don't know what that means. Uh-huh. We don't know if it's a new game, if it's a like enhanced port. Uh, we know that uh, the logo looks a little different from yeah. previous Smash Brothers games. Um, we know that the music that's being played in the background of the trailer when, when we do see the, uh, the logo um has never been heard in a smash game before so it is that's new material yeah they so basically they uh there was lots of speculation before this came out that it was going to be like a uh definitive edition or deluxe edition or whatever sure of the previous game of smash 4 i think this very clearly shows that it's a brand new game yeah new logo new music new characters i think they're very clearly setting up expectations this is a new game i 100 percent expect that it's built on the bones oh, of smash totally, 4 totally. but i don't think the probably even reusing a lot of the same assets yeah too. probably the yeah. same assets we'll probably it wouldn't surprise me if we see similar levels you know yeah. like all that kind of stuff uh a lot of the same fighters but i think this is very clearly smash 5 um i will agree with that what do you think about the tone of the game I, obviously all we've seen is one trailer we've seen one teaser trailer let's make as much of it as we can um the tone of this seems darker and weirder just from what we've seen uh than i remember there being for like other smash games yeah i think that's fair uh like the 
it seems like the Inklings are having a good time, right? Right. <laughs> and then here come the smash cast, and the lights go down, and they're like being blown away by this terrifying sun behind them. Yeah, what that portends for the game itself, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't imagine it's going to be a more like serious, darker Smash Brothers. I'm saying it'll be a Mortal Kombat game, basically, with Nintendo characters. Uh, what was the name of the hand? Master Hand. Yeah, Master Hand is going to have like a uh, um, a studded collar. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's a bad hand. <laughs> you wouldn't want to mess with him. Um, all right, Mark, I think we did. I think we covered all of the Nintendo Direct. Did we leave anything out? The answer is no. But if you think that we did, you should email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Let us know what we missed. Well, okay, before we end, let me just, yeah. uh, and I'll pose this question to you and to our listeners. Do you think that, uh, we've already said that we don't believe that this is everything that Nintendo has to announce for the right. rest of the year, but if it were, do you think, do you think this is, was exciting, an exciting direct? I was excited during it, yeah. But I mean, I, I will also concede that I am letting myself be excited for things that I could have been playing already, like South Park, sure. like Okami. Um, and the other one that I can't remember now. Um, but uh, Crash Bandicoot? Yeah, it was Crash Bandicoot. That's right. Um, but between Octopath Traveler, the new Splatoon stuff, and um, Smash, that's more than we got in any year. And this is a low bar. Any year with the Wii U or any year in like the wait, late Wii life cycle. I mean, it seems pretty good i'm i'm pretty happy with this direct yeah and again the biggest game that nintendo has announced for the year is smash that's coming out in september so or i guess we, we yeah, don't know Mar- that for mark sure. has said definitively <laughs> that's right that's right okay all right that's fair enough undertale that's good, was that's the a, other one that's that a good that's a good place to end <laughs> all right uh let's let's move out of this discussion then All right. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff on Apple Podcasts. Um, and if you like the episode as well, you know you can share it with people who are also already talking about the Nintendo Direct because we all are. We all just want to talk about it all the time. Share it with your friends and be like, "Hey, this is my inroad to talk to you about all the same Nintendo Direct stuff." Right? Right. Right. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell. Collectively, we are at Nincart Society. If you want to go to the Facebook page, it's just Nintendo Cartridge Society. If you like Mark and Mind's opinions, we write about comic books on RetconPunch.com. Uh, Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can find more of his music by going to 8 or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers running away from that terrifying sun behind us. Thanks for listening. Fire.